0: I hope to both inspire and enable you to create sustained change in your own life. Thank you so much for tuning in, and enjoy. Okay, so we didn't get any questions, which is okay, because we have plenty of questions for ourselves to (laughs) ask each other. I mean, it's good, because this is, I think, really honest and true for the audience to know that this is not some fabulously large podcast that has thousands and thousands of listeners. It's a little hometown, homegrown podcast. And I'm learning how to get more engagement through these questions that we put out on the podcast. But until then, we are quite content to ask our (laughs) own questions of each other. And so we wanted to touch in with last week's episode. This is still going to be a part two to last week's episode of talking about the dreams that Diana and I both shared. And like I said before we started recording, I have questions for you that I want to hear about in relation to your dreams of the podcast, of writing a book. And then we're going to shift into some more kind of like fun, lighthearted stuff about New Year's traditions our thoughts on new year's resolutions and how those have evolved over the years. But so the questions I wanted to ask, and I actually was like thinking this as we were like, as I was driving home after recording last week was since deciding to launch the podcast and especially since like sharing it publicly, have there been nerves, have there been fears that have been coming up?
1: Okay, so when the episode, you know, was released last week, I was like, oh, no, 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 Leanne, delete that part, delete that part. No, I don't, no, no I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Of course Oh, my I'm not gosh, doing you that. were thinking this? Oh, yeah. I was like, why did she release that? Oh, my. <laughs> and I don't want to say that anymore. Um, so there's, of course, that that imposter syndrome that, who am I to come out with my own podcast and help women redefine their life? especially breast cancer survivors like who am I to do all this yeah so that was really quick I was like don't do this Italian. don't do it oh, do just don't fucking do it
0: oh <laughs> my gosh I love that <laughs> so then how did you walk yourself through that or are you not going to do the podcast anymore <laughs> no I'm doing the podcast still no I think it was after listening to the
1: episode I'm like well I said it out loud shit I said it out loud and I'm like no this is what you want to do It's something you've been wanting to do um you you've been working on the branding, the vision,
0: all of things. No, you're going to go and do it. You're just going to do it. I love that you're saying this because as you know, I had almost the exact same experience, not about sharing it publicly, but because I literally have a soccer tryout tonight Tonight. for a team, but it is so crazy because I, I did this thing that my mind does sometimes. And I know it's a protective mechanism as it probably was for you where, Like the fear of, holy shit, the tryouts coming hits. And then I instantly start to convince myself that I actually don't want to do this. Yes. Actually, it's not, you know, it's not a big dream. No, no, I I don't want this. But what I had, like the process I went through was like, what do you desire? What do you yearn for? What do you dream of when you're in that place of your fullest confidence and safety? and i know that's my north star. Yep. When i'm in a place of fear, it's like hard to trust what you're being told because again, it's it's not the subconscious trying to sabotage, although that's what it feels like. It's the subconscious just trying to protect us, but that's like what i fell back on in that moment and i like stopped everything. I went on a 40-minute walk and i just was like letting the emotions come up, but i was like you know how you felt when you were in your confidence, when you were in your truth, when you were in your alignment, whatever. And that is your truth. Yeah. So this is fear. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. I mean, I felt that
1: way. I knew instantly. I'm like, why would you even say that to yourself, Diane? Like, <laughs> so and I what I will say to you is knowing that my podcast could help one person move through survivorship, move through whatever they and maybe live on a certain dream and change. The way they thought how an illness could define their entire life makes me really giddy Mm -hmm. that i have that possibility to do that and so that's where i said like this is not about the masses this is about one woman out there who's been a survivor for a few years and is still struggling to move forward whether that is having a business or her mental well-being or she needs more resources or she just needs to know that this is all normal, that you still have these certain fears and anxieties years out of, you know, treatment. And if I could be that person to help them, like that's what you need to do. You just need to do it and not have so many expectations, right? So I you tell them, Don't have so many expectations. I know. It's
0: so hard. I feel like in this day and age, not to, like we were just saying, not to compare ourselves to the biggest people in the podcasting world and yada, yada, yada. But what flashed through my mind as you were talking about that is, yes, the people who will listen to it, hopefully it can affect even just one life. But even more than that, what if it saves you? Well, and I was just going to say that. (laughs) I was just going to say that. I'm like, at the end... I'm listening
1: to myself. I'm listening to the dreams I've had that what we taught those yearnings that we taught we've talked about before, li- like literally listening and taking action on those. Mm-hmm. but taking action without an expectation so mm-hmm. that I just feel good. I just want to yeah. feel good. I just want to feel good, that I'm doing something that makes my heart pitter patter.
0: Exactly. and there's it's such a beautiful thing to like, Come full circle in that sense. Cause I think so many of the things we pursue, especially in our youth, yeah, is for self-worth. Yep. If I am the star on the soccer team, that must mean something. I'm really special, blah, blah, blah. And that was absolutely how I felt. And now it's so different. It's like I'm pursuing this because it will set my soul on fire. Yes. No matter where it leads. No matter. And At the end of the day. And also too, like we have to be proud of ourselves for
1: taking the action to do this not a lot of people take action they dream and they dream big but then what are you doing to make that dream happen yeah and and whatever level that may be for you you know there's always like i could be you know as a a candle maker maybe i'm just the favorite candle maker of southern california cool guess what i love that Mm -hmm. i don't have to be the nationally known one (laughs) but if everyone in southern california loves it and buys my candles I'm happy mm-hmm. and it makes them happy. So we, we don't have, I don't, I'm trying not to big, think too big on this new endeavor of mine. I'm just doing it because I need to do it for myself. Mm-hmm. I need to go out there and say some things and interview certain people and and really bring up some topics that are definitely not being talked about in, in this space.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, I can't wait. By the way, do you have a launch date for us yet or not yet? Well, I think it's definitely going to be April.
1: Okay, I am turning forty five in April, and it won't launch like my birthday. It'll launch before then, yeah. so sometime like maybe the first week of April. That is my goal, and I and I have no doubt in my mind that I can make that happen. There's, you know, oh yeah, not yeah, for sure. So I just need to. I won't start the full process until the first week of January. Okay, but you know I've got a lot of stuff written down and what I how I want to start it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, April. I think April will be. A fun month.
0: I'm so excited. Yeah. Well, we'll have to check back in, because the other question I wanted to ask you is, once the wheels were in motion, and it sounds like January is going to be like, OK, we're really putting things into gear now. Yeah. Once they were in motion, and it's kind of like, OK, I'm working towards this goal, which is the launch, were there any things that came up, like a barrier that came up, a fear that came up, that tempted to lead you to lock this dream up again? So we'll have to check back in with that. Yeah. I mean, Unless I, you feel like there's something that's I just, come up
1: already. I just can tell you right now that when I'm writing about it and I'm mapping things out, the first thing that comes to mind is who do you think you are? <laughs> so many people have gone through what you've gone through. You're not the only one, Diana.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah, I've had those. And I've, and I've had... Oh, and I've had... Well, maybe I won't do it. Oh
0: my gosh, yeah. But no, I will.
1: I'm going to. Yeah, I'm going to and and I'm just going to work through any of those emotions on a daily basis and i'm just gonna push forward and just do it and and see how it works out and whatever doesn't work in the beginning i will tweak it Mm -hmm. i mean i have to think about exactly what i did with never alone candles i came out with a product that i loved i didn't like the label it wasn't perfect i didn't have boxes i didn't have any and where i am now where i started two years ago is night and day Mm -hmm. but why it was just i took messy action you know my thing it's like messy oh
0: my, well, is sexy 100% <laughs> I'm the same exact way
1: though. just it's like, take the action yeah. and, and we'll see what happens we'll see how people resonate and also I want to leave room for some pivots mm-hmm. so that if the audience I was like oh I really love this type of stuff that you're talking about great I can lean into that mm-hmm. but if there's other things that are not resonating or that you know I can maybe take out or I want to talk about this and I'm going to mm-hmm. I just feel like we have to take action and nothing's going to be perfect in the beginning yeah and I'm just gonna do it yeah. I'm scared I'm gonna be scared anyway but I think <laughs> oh my gosh you guys like I've been through things like
0: you have been through things that are worse oh my goodness yeah like yeah. for crying out <laughs> I know right it's like okay wait a second if I could do that I can do this a thousand times this is nothing this and is yes, nothing it's sometimes just, we do need to remind ourselves well, that. yeah we have to remind
1: ourselves what we've been through and so yeah it's it's happening but yeah there last week was quite like oh don't do it leanne don't release this oh my of, god you want. didn't even say anything I didn't because that would then that would affirm my fear uh-huh and that would be validating the ego to protect me protecting me of what
0: oh my gosh well next time you need to tell of me judgment. so we can talk through it
1: yeah but i was like <laughs> but you know what this is a cool thing leanne some of the work that i've done and you know with you and then others if this is exactly what it leads up to yeah. is that you can have a moment like this and then you can you can work it out well you were equipped i was um, i am equipped with skills yeah. to work this out yeah you know by either writing it and for me it was why am i scared that people are gonna yes. know i'm gonna make an announcement about it anyways again so why are you scared what do you care like yeah the judgment oh my gosh so I started working it, just yeah. working it
0: out. Yeah. Well, but you did the like acknowledgement. What are these emotions? Yeah. Why
1: am I scared? Yeah. But that that's work. That's like, the, that's the internal work that we've done for years. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm at a point where I don't have to call on someone. Yeah. And be like, yeah, help yeah,
0: yeah. me. No, I can help myself now. Yeah. You that's know. such a good feeling. Yeah. And that's oh, like, I think that really is what, All of us as practitioners and whatever we're doing should be the ultimate goal is to empower people to learn how to care for themselves even more and more. And then as they get more and more empowered, like we're here when you're really stuck on something. Yeah. I think
1: the best thing that I've learned this year, I'm going to say last year, we're not even out yet. This year is lean into answering those questions instead of getting mad. Like I was, I'm the typical person to get frustrated and mad. Yeah. Like, why am I feeling this way? And really get into, oh, yeah, I'm just scared. Mm -hmm. I'm just scared. I'm Mm -hmm. simply just scared. And not having, like, the answer to why you're scared.
0: I'm just scared. Yeah. And acknowledging. Well, and once you know some of the deeper roots of it, then, though, you can take a lot more intentional action. I'm scared. Okay, so this isn't about X, Y, and Z. This is about me maybe questioning my worth. If people don't like it, what does that say about me? And then you're able to go down that whole path of, that's inner dialogue of, if people don't like this, that means nothing about me. Yeah, it doesn't say anything about yeah. my self worth. Yeah, blah 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 blah. And you
1: know, most people don't care what you're doing. <laughs> you know, it, it, and I, you just have to remember that everyone has yeah. their own life. Yeah, everyone has their own life. And you know, I'm I I've, I've said this before on the podcast, but I am definitely not allowing more time to pass by and being in idle.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, you said that in our last conversation yeah. it was like I would be doing my younger self a disservice yeah. if I don't pursue this. Yeah. And I'm I'm and and you know what? I'm doing myself a disservice of that 27-year-old who was diagnosed the
1: first time when she had those thoughts of doing a blog and doing all this. I'm doing her a lot of freaking disservice mm-hmm. by not telling The truth about what it's like to be me in this space for so long and sharing some of the thoughts that I know that women are having Mm -hmm. they're having the same thoughts and how do you move past that and I have tools and I have you know things that I've learned along the way that I could help someone like how dare I keep that stuff to myself I was just talking to someone and they're like wait wait tell me what you just did and tell me this and tell me that and I've been just holding on to this information And what works. And I can validate that it works. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not going to stay on idle anymore. Yeah. Like, there's just no more idle.
0: Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so, so excited. Scared and all. I can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so pivoting now to some more kind of fun, maybe a little more lighthearted stuff. What are New Year's traditions? And we can talk about some of the fun stuff. Like, ooh, what's just like some of the lighthearted stuff? But I do also want to know, like, are there some more intentional things that you do that you're like, yeah, this is how I close out a year. This is how I set up myself going into a new year. OK. So
1: New Year's is a big deal. New Year's is a big deal in my family and in my, in my own personal life. It used to not, but it but it is in the last 17 years. It is a big deal. So in Ecuador, we have this thing called Año Viejo, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if we spoke about this uh-huh. before. but
0: Old year. Yeah,
1: old year. And to bring in the new year. So one of the things that I have been doing uh, very, very intentionally. So on the 31st, I write a letter, you know, to myself. of, And, you know, this is not just a one pager. This could be three, four, five pages. And I spill it all on this about the year, how I felt, the good, the bad, the ugly. And then I rip it up later on in in the day. And a lot of it is just to release whatever there has been left behind, but also to being grateful for what's to come. So the letter always, always happens. And at midnight, so this is a couple of the fun things, and these are so like super cheeky, whatever. So we do the 12 grapes, which is one grape per month, her wish okay right? so you have 12 <laughs> grapes this is very well done. and then the other one which is so funny and I'm not the only family who does this so we is it new underwear well that too okay that too. no
0: it's... I have a Brazilian friend who does yeah that. we do that too they Need the clean underwear for the... yes the clean
1: underwear <laughs> well it's luggage so oh. you're we walk around the block after midnight In order to bring in travel into our life.
0: With your luggage. With our luggage. I'm just picturing your cute little family of four walking around Well, Andy
1: doesn't do it. Oh, okay. He's like, I'm out, kids. (laughs) I'm out. You all go do it.
0: I'm not traveling anywhere this year. Yeah. He's like, I'll
1: be at that trip anyways. (laughs) You manifest that for us. I'll be on that trip. So we've been doing this for years. Like, years with the kids. Like, we will... And then my mom is like, well, make sure you put something inside the luggage that is yours. So it's like, okay. So we have, it's so funny. We have our luggages ready out the door. And so at midnight, we walk around the block.
0: Oh my gosh, I love it.
1: And it's just so fun. It's and I so think- it's so wholesome. And it's just the kids. Yeah, <laughs> it's just, you know what the kids they just love it. And they like, oh, where are we going to go on vacation this year? Where are we are going to travel to? And lo and behold, I have to say that every single year, we have gone somewhere. Mm-hmm. We have gone. Oh, we've made it happen. And but, you know, that's like the fun, fun, cheeky. But the letter means a lot to me. The letter yeah. means letting go.
0: And that's like the reflection of the past year.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I will say I've, I've been in a lot of reflection. Like the last week,
0: mm-hmm. a
1: lot of reflection earlier than I typically do. Yeah. And I've been in a lot of reflection and I can't wait to write this letter because mm-hmm. I'm I'm in a very different space.
0: And then do you the burn I it? Started. Do you burn it at midnight or something? I so I don't burn it because like it
1: freaks me out. Like to burn it to light it on fire because oh. Like, oh my gosh, what if it flies and catches the trees on fire okay. or something like that? So I just burn it. I mean, I'm sorry, I just rip it up. Okay, okay yeah, I okay. just rip it up. Okay, yeah, yeah.
0: And then what about going into the new year? Is there anything that you do come that New Year time? that You're like, okay, here's here's how I set my intentions for the year to come. Now that I've looked at this year I've just been through.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it starts now The just the intentions like what I've already started about what do I want to bring in for 2023? What are the some of the goals? Um, what are some of the actionable steps I need to do? So I try to map out like the first quarter, like if I want to launch something in April or I want to launch like a new collection in the candle business in, in the spring as well, what am I going to do? So I've already mm-hmm. been working on some of this stuff, like mm-hmm. some of the things I've been working on for the Alone Candles, they're already in the works mm-hmm. already for 2023. Um, but like my own personal goals, like either whether it's weight or eating habits or anything, um, they start now. They yeah. start now. And I, this year, I actually want to take next week, so after Christmas, between yeah. doing some of these things already. Mm-hmm. So almost that when January 1st hits, I've already had a couple days of, you know, certain habits or things I want to change. Mm-hmm. Um Because I'm finding that if you start right on January 1st, you know, you're done by January 5th. You're like, I'm over that shit.
0: (laughs) Well, Uh, and this is going to lead us to our conversation on resolutions. But the question I want to ask you first is how do you decide your goals? Because this has been really elusive for me. I feel like it's actually very hard for me to go, for example, I want to make my income reach this number this year. Like that feels just so arbitrary to me. So it's hard for me to just like come with a crystal clear goal. For me, they tend to be a little bit more like, for example, I'm trying to play in the NWSL, but like, that's still pretty broad. There's not a date. There's not a specific team. Yeah, Mm, There kind of is, but like, it's really hard for me to be like, I need it by this day, this day, this day. Cause I find for me at least like, my intuition guides so much of that. And I think for you, it does too. But yeah. How have you come to some of the goals? Yeah. I think some of the goals have been based on feelings. Okay. And I, that's why I don't
1: have any hard dates for next year. This is I the first that. year I don't have any hard dates. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking around certain, like the podcast around April. Yeah. And it, that sounds really aligned with me with how I'm going to, I'm doing a big celebration for my 45th. So I it, I feel like that's, um, and I always, I've been saying for five years that I was, gonna leave the media business by the time I was forty five and lo and behold, that sure that sure happened. So um I honestly now the way I'm setting up my goals is I want to do this. So then how do I reverse engineer that into smaller steps mm-hmm. and then into monthly steps mm-hmm. and then into weekly.
0: Well what I was thinking about as I was driving here today about resolutions. And my God, my approach has changed so much. I I don't even know that I could say I make resolutions. But what I was thinking about is like, you know, when I was younger and in college, it was like, I would sit down and make a list of the things I thought I should be doing. Whereas now it's evolved into a much more, what are the things I feel? what What have I been feeling the nudges for? What what have I been dreaming to do? What would feel so good to do this year? And it's not at all about what should I do. And yeah. it's all about what do I want to do, like in the deepest sense yeah. of my soul and alignment.
1: I think that that's like the best evolvement of <laughs> resolutions. Don't you think? Like to, I, to feel like there's nothing better than just doing things that make you feel good not Mm -hmm. that listen we all should eat better we should all do all these things we should we should we should but if you don't really want to feel a certain way you're never gonna do Mm -hmm. it like I really would love to have some press I feel so good about my business right now I feel confident that I could I have the photography for it I have the story for it I wasn't ready last year for it but I feel now yeah. I'm so ready. So I'm I'm approaching it on a very different yeah. way.
0: Well, and what do you think would have happened? I think this is interesting. What do you think would have happened last year if you had been like, in my soul, I don't feel ready, but I should be trying to get pressed. So I, it, what do you think would have happened if you tried to make that happen just because you felt you should?
1: I would more stress. Like I, I would I, talk about burnout mm-hmm. and... My fight or flight mode would have gone into major overdrive. It already was an overdrive, but it would have gone into worse overdrive.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And my and my health would have would have declined on it. Yeah, because it would have been just like so forced. And here's the thing: if I don't get the press I want, then I don't get it.
0: Mm -hmm. But I, but I'm gonna work for it. Yeah. Well, (laughs) what I was just thinking about is like when we go into something because we think we should yeah and then we kill ourselves to achieve it and then we don't get it i feel like it is there's such a fallout because that little internal piece of ourselves was like yeah we didn't want to fucking do this but you forced us to and it still didn't happen so like just like i feel like all this anger and resentment towards self yeah might come
1: up out of that versus oh god and then you feel bad because you failed at it or you know it didn't work out So now something's wrong with failure and nobody likes my stuff and Oh my gosh, somebody likes my story and, and then you start feeling this way. So no, I'm going I'm approaching 2023 with ease. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh my God. That has been a key word for me for a couple of years now. And I always remind myself of it at the beginning of the year because when I'm acting from a place of confidence and safety and joy and alignment, everything comes with such ease. Yeah. And when I'm acting from a place of fear and a lack of safety, everything is just like jagged and difficult and grindy and just hard. And then you're like, oh, I'm such a grinder and a hustler and and because
1: you're not approaching it with ease. So I, and you know, I haven't, do you, pick, do you ever pick a word for the oh,
0: year? Oh, yes. I usually pick like four.
1: You oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, I love that.
0: <laughs> I only pick one. I'm going to pick four too. Yeah. I want to pick four. What's this one word of the year? No, we'll yeah. pick four.
1: Ease is definitely something that I'm very much into. Mm -hmm. Like, I want things not to be easier, but just to lean into the ease part of certain Mm -hmm. um, things in life, whether that is my professional or my personal life. Let's just just go. Yeah. Let's just ride with ease. Well,
0: and it's hitting at that deeper limiting belief, which I think many of us have, which is life is hard. I need to struggle. If I'm not killing myself, I'm not good enough I'm not working hard enough shame on me look shame at all these people who are working so hard and and that like we all need to work to unravel for sure
1: yeah that's definitely my generation you know yeah. of like you got to work hard you got to grit you know and listen it, there's there's a time and place for all of that by the way mm-hmm. I really have come to that this year is there's a time and place to be a hustler to work really hard to have that grit but then there's got to be a time and place for rest and um curiosity yeah and being creative and sometimes, and ease and ease and like sometimes living in La La Land. But wait, I want to go back to a couple.
0: I want to go back to your New Year's. So, uh, New Year's has never been a big holiday for me. Like the day itself, okay? Because I am not a stay up later. <laughs> Are you celebrating with New York or even before that? Even oh for sure no. Even when I was a little kid, like come nine o'clock, I was putting myself to bed while everyone else was playing games in the living room or whatever. So. It's never been my favorite one. I think on top of that, like we didn't grow up with any kind of New Year's traditions in our home, at least none that I'm consciously remembering. So, I mean, there were just so many nights where my parents were in bed and like, we'd just be like in the living room hanging out or something. Yeah. Yeah. So as it's evolved, I, here's my thing. I don't really enjoy welcoming the new year with a party. I don't personally. Yeah. And that's not to say yeah. that there is anything wrong with that. Yeah. I would way rather prefer like if I could have my dream New Year celebration, it would be six to ten people. Oh yeah. Having a lovely dinner, having some good drinks, chatting about the year with each other, maybe doing some little rituals, sitting by the like just a reflection with a group of people who want to sit down and do that. And yeah, of course we'll toast some champagne, but I don't want to just like go dance around. That's not my thing. Again, nothing against it. So, but one tradition I do have that I've started a couple years ago on New Year's itself is I do like to write a letter as well. And it tends to be like, what do I want to let go of? Yeah. What do I want to let go of this year? But also like, what were the hardest parts of the year? What were some of the Wounds I feel like mm. might have been acquired this year, mm. and it it's kind of a chance, really, Ooh. to acknowledge all the bad, yeah. <laughs> all the shit, yeah, and not let it get swept under the rug. Yeah. Oh, that's and so, then that's a good point. We do have like a little outdoor enclosed fire pit type thing, so I do like to burn it at midnight. And so the past couple years, like a group of us will sit around and write our letters or write our lists yeah. of just like listed out. And then we burn that at midnight. That's really the only like actual New Year's Day routine. Now, I like to do something sometime in January. And this is not set in stone when I do it. But one weekend in January, like a four-day weekend, I like to go have a little solo staycation. That's right, yeah. Usually in Laguna Beach, I have like a favorite little boutique hotel there. And I will go with my journal, a couple of books, and that is it. Yeah. And it is like the ultimate luxury, self-care, reflective weekend. And I love it so much. And and actually, this is like a big time when I do even more reflection on the past year. Because mm-hmm. what I've just found, too, is like writing the letters great to. It's almost like that emotional acknowledgement. Like, let's just get it out. Let's yep. let it flow. But then I've just found, at least for myself, the holidays are busy. The holidays are stressful. Like, it's hard to to squeeze out some quiet time to do that. Plus there's just like so much going on. Even if you have that time, it's hard to like quiet your Mm -hmm. mind to get into Mm -hmm. that place. And I find for me again, that January is all the busyness has sort of subsided. It's a little bit quieter. And so it's perfect for me to go have this like deep, deep time of reflection. And so it's usually a lot of reflection over the last year. What are the lessons I really want to learn from But then it's like looking forward to the year to come. And I usually like to, like you were saying, I like to ask myself, how do I want this year to feel? Yeah. And then I do have a practice that I do with myself and it doesn't mean I follow it perfectly, but I like to ask myself this question, what does my body and my soul need on a daily basis, on a weekly basis and on a monthly basis? And I just make that little list for myself and kind of make that intention going forward into the year of, I am going to give myself these things. And again, look, it's not like I adhere to it perfectly, but it's not like a strict plan I'm making. It's just me acknowledging, like coming into this year, here's what my soul's asking for. Here's what my body's asking for. And, and it might be something like, what am I, what do I, what would like fill me up on a monthly basis? And that might be something as simple as like a facial, a lovely facial. What do I need on a weekly basis? Maybe it's phone calls with friends but when i can identify that it helps me make sure that i'm being more much much more intentional about doing that
1: and then also that helps you be really proactive on the other goals that you have right because if your well-being is good you had me um thinking when you were talking the word came up is also about having flexibility through the year Mm.
0: Fluidity. Yeah,
1: yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because things, some things happen and all of a sudden uh goals change. Yeah. Or you can't do something for whatever reason. And I feel like this year I was like hit in the face with, oh, you now have to pivot and be flexible. Mm-hmm. And that does not go well with someone who likes to control everything. <laughs> so I feel like this last part of my year has been definitely pivoting, but also I've allowed that flexibility. And I think next year will be the same mm-hmm. where I won't be so hard on dates. I won't be yeah. so hard on if it doesn't get done right when I want it to. Um, that it's okay if it's a week later or yeah. a month later. Um, I'm with you on the what does my body need daily daily weekly and monthly i am really into that right now
0: Mm -hmm. and i keep it super broad i mean there's like you know there's a few things that are kind of staples in that list now like movement but i keep that super broad whereas let's say five ten years ago i might have started the new year off with like here's my workout plan i'm gonna run 10 miles every week (laughs) which is just there's no fluidity in that no that is as rigid as it gets And it's not allowing us to tune into ourselves as we progress through that. And the reality is we, life is fluid and we are fluid. We are ever changing too. And so when I keep it broad, like I need movement daily, it allows me every day to wake up and go, okay, what kind of movement will serve me best today? Is it something super intense? Is it something really slow and nourishing? And I just have found that not only does that, Give me so much more peace. It also, like, it truly has helped me have the best body and mindset I feel like I've ever had because I really am giving myself what I actually need, not what I'm forcing on.
1: Yeah. So, one thing that came up so I stopped doing vision boards as of 2018. Okay. I stopped. I don't do them anymore. I realized when I did the vision boards, and they were great for a while you know it was so strict mm-hmm. and if not everything came true for us as a family we did family vision boards I would be really upset at the end of the year mm-hmm. and be like oh my gosh this didn't happen uh, rather than celebrating yes what that, you did achieve yes yeah. and I will tell you because in 2018 when I was re-diagnosed on my vision board it was like be cancer free and that didn't come true that year and I was so so you know that I took that vision board and I ripped it. Mm. And I'm like, this did not come through this year. It's the middle of the year, you know. And by the end of the year, I was cancer free again. Like it was, you know, I, I did treatment, treatment. And I was so upset and I was like, why does it make me feel? It? Because it didn't come true. But I never allow, like you said, fluidity, flexibility, something like pivoting to ever happen. And so mm. I stopped doing that because I'm like, life isn't, like a freaking, I'm gonna put on a picture of a beautiful beach, and and it has to happen.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, things happen in life, and you have to make those changes or pivots. Or so I now we we like what would we like to do this year? What would be so fun this year? And we talk about it as a family, this would be so great. Okay, how are we gonna make this happen? Oh, we need to do this, this, and this. Okay, cool. Let's see mm-hmm. if we can make it happen. Mm-hmm. And then no one gets upset if it doesn't happen. It just thinks some things didn't align properly. for us to do it whether it was money or it was time yeah um and I'm liking it better when things are not so strict and me myself I've always wanted to be a little bit of a more easygoing kind of a girl
0: (laughs) probably because in your heart that's who you actually are but Through the years, like the brain goes, okay, control keeps me safe, and so I need it. Yes. And so, really, it's like it feels much more like I'm actually shedding the layers and allowing my truest self to come through. Yeah. Because I just want things
1: to be, yeah, easier in that sense. Where it's okay if it doesn't work out the way exactly you had planned it. Like you know, we we're planning our vacation and we've got most of it already booked. Great, that's going to happen. You know, we have a couple of things going on. Let's see if we can, you know, we can work to- towards those goals. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I didn't like the vision where I was so strict. And I, I just don't want to live that life anymore where it's like strict about everything. Yeah. You know,
0: then you feel bad at the end. Well, and speaking of goals. So I do tend, I do tend to write a couple things down that kind of like what we're saying already. It's like, I can feel that yearning in my heart of like, ooh, I'd really love to work towards this this year. But Again, if I'm kind of comparing and contrasting to how it would have been before. Honestly, before, I don't know why. I don't know where this came from. I was like forcing myself to make this big, long master list of all the things I had to achieve this year. And otherwise, if I didn't, like, what a loser I was. Yeah, 100%. No, 100%.
1: (laughs) Yes, and you know, if you ask me right now, what is your number one goal next year? I would just tell you, I don't know, stay alive.
0: (laughs) I don't know, like... Really, soak it, in as much yes, of this life as I can yes I'm just happy yeah.
1: and 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 work towards those yearnings but I don't have one specific thing you know it's you made such a good point too like being so hard on certain things like working out like I want to exercise the things that I love that give me like energy like I love hot yoga that fuels me I love the way I feel so it's only doing the things that uh, make me feel good afterwards mm-hmm. I ain't gonna be running
0: mm-hmm And by the way, I just, sorry, I have to say this. There's a reason like we're not attracted to something anymore. Yes. And that is, I really do believe the body communicating with us. Yes. Listen, I ran for years (laughs) in soccer and in 2017, when I came back from Spain, I was like, I literally never want to run again. Now I told myself, look, if there comes a day, where I want to run again, you're running. Great, yeah. I will run again. But I, I am not going to run a single moment before that day comes. Like I am not forcing that on myself. And I have to say, I was not in a state of health to run anyways. Yeah. But when we listen to what lights me up, what feels good, when I finish that activity, how do I feel? Do I feel like fulfilled and enriched, or do I feel drained and depleted? Yeah. That isn't just you being lazy, not wanting to work out. That's your body communicating with yeah. you. Yeah, and I think that
1: just is should be the general 2023 consensus. Do what makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. And what doesn't make you feel good, you've got to figure out a way to remove it, to allocate it to somebody else. Or, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I mean, it's all about feeling at the end of the day. Yeah. All uh, The older I get... The more in tuned I am about that, Mm -hmm. that it has to feel good. It cannot feel like a chore all the time. Mm -hmm. So, you, like, right, exercise, you have to find the right exercise or move, you know, action that you make you feel good about it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, we'll see. If I have one thing, one or two things that are like really clear already in my mind that I want to pursue next year. I'll write those down. Yeah. And, but the other thing that I really, I actually enjoy so much that I started doing maybe two or three years ago is the first day of every month, I revisit that first page. And so this is what I do. I always get a brand new journal. I get a brand new journal for the year. Yes. And the first two or three pages, two or three pages are all of these things. Oh, I love that. The, The words of the year, the goals of the year, the intentions of the year. And so that's always like front page of my journal so I can always go back to it. But February 1st, March 1st, every time I go back to that and the reason I go back is to A, have I gotten off track from what I was really pursuing or B, does one of these not align anymore and I need to yeah. pivot? Yeah. And let me tell you like so that good. has been so huge or or ooh, now I'm I'm in June now and like ooh, this new goal is simmering up. Okay, let me add that in. Let me yeah. like make a new thing. So the monthly check-ins. I love that are really, really cool. Because first of all, it's like another time to yep. just tune in, to yep. kind of process a little bit, but also help me remind and realign. Yep. I love that. <laughs> yeah. And also allows you the flexibility that
1: you need. But, because life changes. Yeah. So. Totally. I'm looking forward to 2023. I are you?
0: know. I am so, so excited. I'm excited for I'm, you.
1: just can't wait. I think some amazing things are going to happen for
0: you. I think for both of us. Yeah. And I feel like, I'm just so cool, grateful to have a front row seat for you. Oh, to same year. Like cheer you along. Guess who's and- going to be cheering you at your games? <laughs> Me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, Happy New Year, everyone. Yeah, Happy New Year. We hope that these conversations are nourishing, are enriching, and are not depleting. I don't think they are. <laughs> but thank you so much for tuning in. And we will see you in 2023.
1: Yep.